Welcome to the Science of Golf Performance. Uh, my name is Chris. I'm Alex. And I'm Tyler. And uh, today we're going to talk about, a, I think, a really important topic, and that is why your golf fitness routine is not working. I think there's a lot of you out there who, at least when, when I get to talk to you, are like, I've been doing this routine for X amount. And, and then we, I say, great, that's awesome to hear that you're motivated, you're spending the time, like, five days a week, an hour a day. What's your clubhead speed? 93. Like, and then I look at you and I'm like, okay, all right, 93, maybe you're 85. And I put, oh, no, you're in your 60s, and that's like 40th percentile. So you're putting in that much time. I just, I, I get like mad for you. Like when somebody's putting in that much time and their speed is that low. Like, so, yeah. It, yeah, like I, I would be so mad if that was me. Especially, sure. So. I think there's a lot of things that people are doing that are definitely aiding in that and their club head speed being so low. Uh, lots of different things that we hear every day. And obviously, the first thing I usually hear is, uh, you know, I've been, I work out really hard all the time. You know, I do CrossFit twice a week. I run five miles another two times a week. And, you know, I'm doing lots and lots of work where, I, you know, I'm fit and I'm just not seeing the results on the course. And I think that's one of the main things and one of the main things that's a huge issue. Um, and I won't say it's necessarily overtraining, but maybe training the wrong way. I, I think it's a lot of training the wrong way because I get a lot of the same where they're like, yeah, like, I run long distance. Like I could, I could go for like a three mile run right now. And then they talk about going to their, their stretch therapist or going doing yoga afterwards. And you don't hear anything about power training or specific strength training or anything like that. It's just a lot of like, the high volume and long endurance type of exercise. And that's where, okay, like it probably makes you feel really good. Like running three miles, like I'd probably feel pretty good about myself too if I could run three miles. But at the end of the day, what's, what's it doing to bring your club head speed yeah. up? And, and I think that brings, that's the conversation of there's a huge difference between being fit and cardiovascularly healthy and like not, none of that's bad. Right. Like the guy, mm -hmm. if, if you're doing CrossFit, you're running, like more power to you. Like mm -hmm. you're running triathlons, like that's awesome. But it's not, it's going to actually be detrimental to your club head speed if you're doing it in the wrong ways. And I think that's where, you know, just knowing that, like, if, if we put somebody on a good program, the first 12 weeks, you're going to gain at least three to four miles an hour, like, guaranteed. In the first year, you're up like, guaranteed five to seven, well, most of the times, like, eight miles an hour. You just had a guy in 12 weeks that went up seven miles an yeah. hour. Like, that's 21 yards, like, 20 yards. Mm -hmm. Like, that's massive. And, but just by doing the right stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so that's why I think I, I get really frustrated and why we want to do this episode is you just, we want to make sure you're doing the right things. And so yeah. I think what I'm hearing is a lot of long distance, a lot of high reps, a lot of stretching. We just, we mm -hmm. talked about in an earlier episode mm -hmm. about like why you're feeling tight. Definitely check that episode out if you're kind of doing a ton of stretching and feeling like mm -hmm. you can't get to where you want to go because you could be doing the wrong stuff. Uh, most, we see that very often. Mm -hmm. Uh, what other stuff do you guys hear that like people like legitimately think they're like doing the perfect right thing for themselves? Um, but actually, like when you assess them, you, you like end up going like 180 degrees the other way. Yeah, I think the other thing would be like yoga, like we touched on in the last episode, like long duration stretching stretches. And, you know, I feel tight all the time. So I'm doing this stretch routine every day where I'm holding stretches for a minute at a time everywhere that I feel the tightness um, I think you can add to that what well, I guess I think of when you mentioned that is there's a couple of people who we have that come in-house as well as a couple online people who are like man like 
I can deadlift 400 pounds. It's like, okay, that's awesome. That's great. You're really, really strong. You've proven that, but you've hit that point where you're, you're strong enough. And then that's where you kind of have to look back at the program and say, okay, like you did really good at building your strength base, but at this point now, your strength is really not doing much for you and your progression and your development. Let's take a different approach and look and see what we can do for some power development. Um, yeah, and that may be speed. It may be you know, a lot of times a strong, really strong individual's mobility. <laughs> and, and I think there's a difference between like stretching your hamstrings, which isn't really going to translate from a golfing perspective a ton to like, is your hip internal rotation clear? How's your shoulder external rotation so you can get drop the club into the slot? Helps with separation and not have a ton of side bend. Like knowing the specific type of mobility, and there's not a ton of, since there's like four to six different areas, that's it, that are like really critically important. Um, and if you're, but if you're not if you're missing those because you're focusing on all these other ones, mm-hmm. um, you're just spending a lot of time on stuff that isn't necessarily gonna translate to the club. It's right. beaten. Like that's why we get the person who's swinging 93 and thinks that's as good as they can get. Yeah. Yeah. So I think going to back to people might be asking like, okay, well, that's not, why, why don't, why don't I want to be fit and do CrossFit? How is that not going to help me? So I think the main thing to educate people on is golf is a true power sport, right? You're swinging once and you're trying to maximize that one swing. Um, so if we're running, think of a different side of the spectrum, right? If you're endurance based and distance and you're running long distances, doing all this volume, you're up here. And then, you know, you're not really training the power side so much. So your power's down here. The more your power goes up, the distance might come down a little bit. And the more your endurance goes up or the distance you train, your power's going to go down a little bit. So they're really opposite sides of the spectrum. And you really want to find, you know, you can be fit and still have a lot of power. It's not like that. But you definitely want to maximize the power by training more like single, maybe triple reps at a time. Short sprints if you're a runner. Um, and keeping that distance, that long duration uh, exercise down on the lower spectrum so that your power output can go up a little more. Yeah. yeah. And I think, so there's a term in our profession that's called cross training and that's exactly what Alex just explained. It's where you're training those long distance, your aerobic energy system, but you're training it for an aerobic, a power sport. And that's where, this is where the problem comes is you can only be as powerful as you are, what you train. So if you're training, and you're doing 60 minute runs or a three mile run, then when you go to swing your golf club and your swing takes two seconds, the, the, the power generation isn't gonna be there because your training background doesn't, doesn't match that. And that's where I guess what we're trying to do is educate everybody to kind of just take a step back and look and see what exactly is golf. Golf, like Alex said, it's a true power sport. You're using your, your short term or, or your, your anaerobic energy system and that's what you need to try and focus or try and, I guess, um, push your training towards. Yeah. I mean, your golf's downswing, the explosive part of the downswing takes less than a second. Mm-hmm. Then you're typically going to have about five minutes, three to five minutes before you do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's equivalent in the gym. You do three reps and then you rest for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you might really be good at walking 18 yeah. and yeah. like good fit that way, but your power's not going to be too great. And then you're not going to have low scores and you're not going to play well. Right. So I think it's really it depends on what you're looking for. I think it's the goal of this is to help you understand that if you are a high volume distance, that doesn't mean you can't swing fast. It just mm-hmm. means that you're not training to op- as optimally as possible mm-hmm. to swing fast. So somebody watching this is going to be like, well, I run six miles a day and I swing 120 miles an hour. But you're not normal. Congratulations, <laughs> but you're not normal. Like, like most people can't do that. And it's, and if you're running six miles a day and swinging 120, 
and not doing any strength training, mm -hmm. my question to you would be, well, how fast could you potentially swing mm -hmm. if we adjusted training more effectively? And that's where you just have to think of it, is kind of where, where do you want to be? Like, does it matter to you? Do you want to swing faster? Um, but I think the reason for this is if you do want to swing faster, these are the conversations that we end up having to have and kind of the evaluations that we need to. Yeah, and, and I think that that's a really good point. You can also flip that. So say you are swinging faster. You're, you're swinging, you're, you're sufficient with your club head speed and you're swinging as fast as you want to be, but you're not able to last 18. At that point, then it's like, okay, like kind of flip that around. Hey, we're, we're doing really good at the power component of training. Now, what can we add in to make you last longer, make you be able to walk 18 and still feel good at the end of the round and stay mentally focused and uh, resist fatigue for the last three holes? And I guess one, it comes down to what are your goals? So with that, that'd be goals. You want to be able to last the entire round. And two, being able to, I guess, not necessarily mock the sport, but I guess look at the needs of what the sport is itself and be able to fit it in your training. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think my favorite line is the only time you need to run in golf is when the crocodile is chasing you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think just being on a structured program that, you know, you should always be strength training, whether it's to you know, prevent injury if you are swinging fast and keep you strong enough to control it well. And then if you're not swinging as fast as you want, strength training is going to help aid to your club head speed. Um, so being on a good progressive program that supports your goals in that way, um, you know, doing the proper mobility, assessing yourself, and then getting the right tools for for that is, you know, the, the right routine. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I think the key takeaway here is there's no one fitness program or golf fitness or golf performance program that's going to be right the key is look at evaluate where you are and i feel like we beat a dead horse with this <laughs> evaluate yourself assess yourself and then see where you are now where do you want to go and then your training should be appropriate to that and hopefully this episode has kind of helped outline how to get there yeah i think if there's one thing that you should do the next time say you're going to go and train later this afternoon just ask yourself why why am i doing this exercise or like why am i doing this distance running like if you can if you can understand the reason why then obviously there's a reason for it like it's gonna help benefit you but if you don't know why then that's when you kind of need to take a step back and yeah. rethink yeah. something if it's high reps long distance that's not gonna generally translate to faster speeds mm -hmm. so yeah, i think you know make sure obviously that the why that you understand the right answer to that too yeah. and hopefully this episode has helped you do that so um you know if you've enjoyed this episode or, you know definitely two thumbs up you know give us a like uh, share it with your friends uh, and I would say definitely from this episode check a couple of the episodes back before this uh, there's one we did on the home assessment how to actually do it um, that's a great episode to like start to assess yourself if you haven't done that um, but, and there's obviously tons of other great content in terms of uh, topics that are super important for uh, people that we see so um, but until next time uh, keep swinging faster and uh, we'll see you soon.